0: And welcome to yet another episode of Travel XP chatroom And this edition is called Travelling Young Because we've got young travellers with us First up, balcony
1: (laughs) It's Shivam Mm Bhapat What do
0: you do Shivam? So basically,
1: well that's what I do actually But uh, besides that, I'm an advertising graduate Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm a cinematographer Mm -hmm. So when college got done I managed to convince my father That I needed a year out of my life to travel Mm -hmm. And my mother was completely on board So, uh, but like I had to obviously figure a lot around it because I had to make a list of the skill sets I have, how could I freelance, make money to travel, because when you start out and you don't really have the numbers on the internet, no one's ready to fund you, you don't have brands on board, but yeah, I wanted to travel and I figured a way out around it and now I travel.
0: We'll come to that way when we come to the questions of the day, but first uh, Shubha,
2: what's up? Hey, so my name is uh, Shubham Dharamsattu and it's a really long name. Like, yeah, that's so why I just stopped at Shubham <laughs> and like, let him complete that. Yeah, so I'm from uh, Uttarakhand mm-hmm. and I'm from this special tribe called Shoka And uh, we live in, on the base camp of the second highest mountain in India. Wow. And my village is in Milam Glacier and we are still not connected with road and electricity. So when you go there, no phone calls. And um, then I, for my college, I came to NID, Ahmedabad. And you know, when I came to college and you know, I was saying the assignments I'm getting in my college even though it's a creative college are the same assignments my seniors was getting, right? So I was thinking, I'm learning the, exactly the same thing which my previous seniors will learn and 10 years later I'll come to college they'll be learning the same thing. So I was like, what is this? So I just uh, got a old camera and I start walking in Ahmedabad. Okay. Every day I have to choose a new road that I'll take this road and I'll keep walking there, mm-hmm. exploring the places. So something like that, in my third year of college, At 2 a.m. I got this boost Kiyar, I want to explore more. Mm -hmm. So at 2 a.m. I took my cycle, I packed my bag, and I left from Ahmedabad. And then, that journey I thought will end for one day, you know, but then I cycled for two months, and I cycled from (laughs) my college in Ahmedabad and Gujarat, till Kanyakumari. Okay, more questions for you later. Did
1: you cycle back?
2: No, 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 so I just took a...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Genuine questions there. Akash, Sir, uh, I've heard very interesting things about you besides being a vegan. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about what's your journey been like?
3: So, the journey has been through a lot of different phases. I started my life being as a bullied kid. Mm-hmm. Then I shifted to someone who is very fascinated about computers. Then it took me to into social work, I started an NGO. But then finally I started this life, the reason I'm here for travelling. In uh, 2014, I started cycling. I did a lot of cycling overall somewhere about 20,000 kilometers still now. The last time I cycled was from Indore, Madhya Pradesh to Bhutan and back to Indore. But then I felt a lot of cycling, so I said, let's do something else. I thought, okay, let's walk. I walked a lot, somewhere about 8,000 kilometers still today. The last time I walked was from New Delhi to Nepal and back to New Delhi. But then I thought, okay, a lot of walking, let's do something else. <laughs> So I said, okay, let's hitchhike. It's easy, I don't have to cycle, I don't have to walk. Just sit with people and go here and there. So I did a lot of hitchhiking. Over, like, it's been over 50,000 kilometers now, but then I was like, why am I even counting? It's done. I'm done with the numbers, so then I've been hitchhiking but then now usually what I do is I go to different places for 101 days. I design my own projects. Let's say I did Spiti Valley 101, I did Pondicherry 101, recently I did Himachal 101. Then I'm looking forward to next month for Laila Dhak where I'll be again for 101 101 days. And I work on climate change when I live over there. So I also run one more NGO which is called Mates of Climate which specifically just work on climate change So I go to different places, work with uh, people over there as a localite and uh, try to bring that positive change in the society
0: And I have 101 questions for you Go first <laughs> <laughs> But later Siddhant aka 52nd Yeah <laughs> Batao sir, kya hai your story?
4: So I've been travelling since I was immature and I'm since I'm travelling since then my dad travels a lot. He likes traveling. And mm-hmm. my mom is a is an artist. She paints. So, so, yeah. So <laughs> I used <laughs> to <laughs> like <laughs> I had to screw with my Hindi. Meant <laughs> rag rag rag. Yeah. So, Array, I meant to say travel
0: and wandering is in
4: your
0: <laughs> rag rag <band.
2: laughs>
4: So I traveled to feel the culture and like different people I meet there so that I know more about what is going on around the world, not just in my city. And uh, then when I was confused I took engineering. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Normally, it's the other way around. People take know, engineering and get confused.
4: So, engineering guided me what I wanted to become huh. when I was in first or sec- second year. Uh, I was very, I wanted to drop out of college <laughs> because I loved photography that much. So,
0: you're still continuing with the photography part yeah, of it right? and the travel I'm, part of it. Yeah. Is engineering a drop? Thing?
4: No, I completed my engineering.
0: But you dropped it. Then. Yeah. Like, you don't engineer your photos? I don't engineer.
4: I'm a traveler and a photographer. Okay.
0: Right. So, you are walking. And um, how, why? You're from Kashmir to Kanyakumari, yeah, you're doing something like that. so right I'm now. walking
2: from Kashmir to Kanyakumari. And it's been four months I'm walking this. So, my first expedition I was talking about earlier was Ahmedabad to Kanyakumari. You cycled. Yeah, I cycled from Ahmedabad to Kanyakumari. So, later on, I wanted to challenge myself to something more crazier. Mm-hmm. So, in 2015, like, if you do this, this is India. So, this is northeast we are here in Bombay right now and, you know, the Himalaya starts from here and it, it goes at, up yeah. till, like, India-Pakistan yeah. border. So I cycled in 2015 from the last part of the northeast, Wakro, and I cycled all over the Himalayas wow. in one go. So that was more crazier. And then I was thinking, let's do Kashmir to Kanyakumari cycle. Mm-hmm. But then I wanted to make it more complicated, more tough, more challenging. Because I believe, I think the crazier challenge you take, the more you learn. Mm-hmm. So I removed the cycling part. <laughs> and yeah, so I'm walking now. Yeah, it's going great. Like it's a different experience from cycling. Keep walking. Yeah, it's a great time. Like it's a great speed to observe a lot of stories around you and things. Is there some kind of a
0: thing where it's just like, I'm doing life ke so I want to change it up and I want to like, why is the need to challenge yourself so strong? So there
2: are multi-level for this. Like the Kashmiri to kind of walking I'm doing right now. So it's for me also to learn a lot of stuff from this challenge and also I want to. I'm working for environmental thing like. Uh, before this journey, until now, I have a company which works on sustainable tourism in most of the Himalayan ranges. Okay. I really want to walk for that. So I'm walking and I'm making an app also at the same time, how to fix this. So I'm, I'm walking, walking for the ex, uh, ex environment also, I'm giving talks about environmental things, I'm giving talks how to live minimalistic, how to buy less stuff, because uh, it helps the environment. So this walk is for the environment and for my own like observations and stories. Wow. Intense.
0: Okay, we're gonna move to Balcony here uh, to lighten the mood up. Balcony, tell me your story. When did you start traveling? <coughs> and you also have photography as a core um, yes. talent hunt in there.
1: Uh, so basically, my parents love traveling, hmm. and I have been traveling I think since I was two. Hmm? I was traveling, but pictures. So, my parents are fond of travelling, so we used to, we, I've always had like one or two vacations in a year with them. And I think that sort of brought that whole travelling thing in me, but obviously, I used to travel as a tourist with them. Uh, it took me some time to uh, sort of write the narrative difference between being a tourist and a traveller for myself. Uh, because earlier I used to travel with like a really big bag, now I managed to fit it in <laughs> have a haversack. So that's where it started I think and then uh, I got done with college and I was a little confused in terms of career and the bigger picture and all of that. I really, really felt I, sh- I should travel because and I'm like this full Hindi movie person, so I was like, fine, let's do this, let's, let's travel. So that's where it started, actually. I took a graduation trip to Kasol for 12 days with my friends and we would pick a mountain every day and we'd be like, okay, let's trek this today. And that sort of, uh, I filmed that whole experience, and it made me realize that I really enjoy doing this. Okay. So I'm like, if it makes me happy, and I'm 21, like I'm 22 now. I was 22 when that 21 when that happened. I was like, it's worth giving it a try. So that's what I did. So balcony, money
0: is generally a question. Okay, like a lot of people who are watching this are also thinking about the fact that hard travel well, it's okay. But and people sometimes assume that you're taking a your parents' money, but I'm guessing none of us are taking a parents' right. money. So how is it that you got into this thing making money and travelling at the same time, man? And in fact, that's a question for all of you, one after the other. But
1: uh, So for me, actually, when I Uh, had this desire to travel I had to categorize it very differently so first I made a list of the things I'm good at my skill sets Mm -hmm. so around those skill sets, how can I get myself freelance work in Mumbai Mm -hmm. I didn't want a job because the moment I have a job I can't travel the way I want to and wherever and whenever I want to so I made a list of my skill sets started looking for work got a few projects here and there it always gets better as you work Mm -hmm. more with experience and then I used to save up that money and use that into my traveling so the whole of last year I traveled I made money out of something completely different and then I invested that money into traveling. But I think as you learn, as you grow, as you keep doing more of it, you sort of, uh, you are more aware of your content that you're putting out. Absolutely. And as you do that, you suddenly realize that there are people noticing it. Right. There are brands noticing it. There are travel travel uh, boards noticing it. There are a lot of people who suddenly know you exist you can travel, you can create and then you eventually get the brands on board, you partner with them and the internet is a beautiful space to be in mm-hmm. but it takes time because you need that visibility. Absolutely. nobody's yeah. going to invest money when 10 people see your content but you have to work hard even when 10 people see your content to reach a point where 10,000 yeah, see it. because you
0: don't know when it becomes 10K. Sure. and. Sure. Your story is a completely different story when it comes to so my. my
2: story is when I was in college, I used to get summer breaks and I used to be around for two and a half months. So, in my third year, I started my own adventure tourism company in the Himalayas. So, in summers, I went to all the Himalayas. I went out with, met a lot of local people there, local communities, and I told them that tourism is a big industry and hmm. we should work on it. And then I went there, I trained them, told them that yes, you guide and this is how you give rooms and let's keep it plastic free. So, since the last four or five years, my company is running good in the Himalayas and we take adventure tours. Zero plastic and because it happens in summers only, it's a great time for me to explore the rest of the world because winter part is a great time to explore. Mm-hmm. So, summers work, winters chill. And uh, apart from them, if I go for big expeditions like walking from Kashmir to Kenya Kumari, I get multiple sponsors, international and nationally. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's how it goes.
0: Interesting, and um, 101 sponsors. <laughs> what up? When did you start traveling?
3: Uh, It was somewhere around 2014.
0: Right. And I'm guessing now you've reached a point where funding your travels isn't that difficult compared to when it was. So when it was really difficult, how did you start? Because I'm guessing a bunch
3: of people watching this are like, I also want to travel young. So what up? So, how I started was very simple that I already had one cycle. That was the biggest investment I was having with my own self. Later on, I just bought a very simple bag, like a small tiny bag to put few cloths into it. And that's it. And I just cycled. Simple. Mm. And I have some money for my food. That was the biggest cost. And if you, let's say, like practically talking how I did my first trip, which was cycling from Indore to Mumbai and back to Indore. I was sleeping at Tol Naka, petrol pump, uh, Gurudwara. Or an unknown, unknown person's house. That's it. So there's no money invested on stay. Uh, my food is on dhaba. So that's the least you pay for the best food you can get. I'm not going to a fancy place. And again, at that point of time, I was a vegetarian. So like, again, that food is not really super expensive. That's sorted. And there's no other expense. The biggest expense I'm making is on my uh, food that sorted that's why it was really easy for me to travel and again i think this is how we all have done and all the people do who are really running after money first is that they cut down the cost right. they invest the uh, like on needs and not on leisure right that's how we really manage hmm. it but you started doing
0: this about 5 years ago yeah. and five right now obviously we are a lot more open to the option of traveling cost effectively in yeah. hostels and all of that but 5 years ago in India, traveling was something of luxury, yeah. right? And people used to have fancy places and they wanted to have the best experiences and see the fanciest of sights. How did you get into this mindset at that point of time? And I mean, someone would actually almost call it like a hardship. Why did you go through the hardship to come to Mumbai? Of what made you get out and do this?
3: Okay, so I, I see there I can put up very clearly three points. First situation... I had a really rough childhood. I was the guy who was being bullied. I didn't really have friends and all in my life. So that's why I was always alone, right? And hence, I started to talk to myself. And I felt that, oh, I'm the most kind person to myself. So that's why I had no chance to be with people. That's why I was alone. Then, because when you're traveling, the way I'm traveling or the way uh, Shubham is traveling, is more like, we are the... Solo uh, traveler. Right. So, and again, not giving the name of a solo traveler, but literally talking that... He is the guy who is closest to himself. Who no one is walking with him for the whole day. The same is going with me. Another reason is I wasn't doing a hardship. I was enjoying it. So when I was cycling, I was so happy, right? Uh, you just uh, like, so I really love music. And I think there's a music, uh, there's a guy, everyone knows him like a and he plays progressive music. So I was cycling on the beats, right? So he starts very slow. So you start cycling slow. Then three, two, one, go. And then you push all your energy into it. And then as long as he's stretching the beat, you go with it and then drop. And then you like <sighs> So I wasn't really cycling. I was enjoying the music and I was on the beat. And that's your- the reason I was able to like go so long. I was. I know that I have co- in one day I have covered two fifty kilometers on a cycle. The least I did was like minimum one eighty. Like I just woke up and there was a friend who was who was getting married in Bhopal and I was in Indore. I said, oh, I am just coming by cycle. Started in the morning, evening I was there for the reception on a cycle. And next day there was a news in the newspaper that I cycle in a photo with this guy on the stage. <laughs> so like, why are you getting me printed into the newspaper when it's my marriage only? So. Uh, First of all the second answer is it wasn't really a hardship so that's why I was just enjoying it Mm -hmm. and again walking I was getting the time to be with myself talk to myself and that's how I have really improved or I have learned so much because I think the same with Shubham is really experiencing it every day now because he can talk to himself and there's a really good line alone we discover together we share. And that's what put me in a really good situation traveling alone. That I got to know myself. I changed my name. I changed the things I do and everything just by traveling. Because I got clarity. So yeah, wow. no hardship. It's really fun to do. And money part, um, I think I already answered yep, it. Yeah, you did. Fifty
0: seconds, where did this come from?
4: Fifty-two number refers to the sense of freedom and introspection. So yeah, and it also sounds cool. So that is the most important reason. <laughs> <laughs>
0: sounds cool. Yeah, it it sounds, does sounds
4: sound cool. Good. Yeah, freedom, introspection doesn't it matter. Sounds good. cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. And what? How did your traveling journey start? Like, and the whole money funda. Like, yeah. everyone's had a very different outlook to getting to this.
4: So when I was back in 2016, I was I was fascinated by traveling and stuff.
0: Okay.
4: I wanted to travel, <coughs> but I. Like I did not have money to travel Of course. I wanted to ask my parents about For money to travel Then I met a guy uh, He's a like big brand in Indore And okay. I started working as a food photographer for him Okay I came from college at 5 pm I keep my bags Take my camera and Shoot d- Did them. shoots for uh, like Almost 5 days a week And I earned through that Okay Okay. It was my third semester And I earned money And I travelled My attendance was fine I, I went to college I did not bunk much I was a good studious <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I was a good student. He I did, did not bunk did much. Yeah, he looks much.
2: at you. I didn't bunk
1: much. I formula
4: right there. I didn't bunk, yeah. right yeah, he said, I didn't bunk if, much. If 30, <laughs> if 35% attendance equals to did not bunk much, then I did not bunk much.
1: Oh, you got that minimum passing one. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I had minimum 75. You've been lucky.
4: I'm a civil engineer.
1: <laughs> oh no. I can bunk. It has yes, to be on the site, no? <laughs> Sight, site so so
4: you can yeah. use that as a reason. <laughs> yeah, that's.
1: That's
0: more or less yeah, yeah, the yeah, way. you
4: iron, I, I travel. I and I travel. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that
0: same uh, funda, the thing that keeps you going? Is that how you still do it, or uh, have since you I, making money from travel? Since
4: I love photography, I am fine with doing any any photo shoots I want. Right? You know? Yeah, I can. I am fine with photography as well and uh, investing that money into traveling.
0: Interesting. So, one thing I see in common is that uh, you guys shoot, you guys document, and um, you guys are photographers. So, social media is very important, clearly, from this point of view. But you've just started onto it yeah. right now. How does travel and social media come together? Like, because there's this whole world of travel bloggers, which are basically bikini-clad and uh, six-pack men taking pictures in front of like scenic places, and then there are you guys and not saying you don't have six-packs, you I might like, I
1: like <laughs> how he comes like, hey
0: <laughs> like there are two different versions of travel bloggers, he's right? Like,
2: he's like, go gym, go gym. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, hit the gym, no, guys. Like, come on, you guys are probably fitter than those six-pack guys. Like, you walk in cycle like it's taking a train. So, <laughs> um, what do you have to say about that? Like, those guys obviously get their numbers somehow and which obviously puts us in a world of struggle of getting those numbers. Does it change anything for you? Does social media change travel for you? I'm going to start with you.
1: Thanks, all over again. Okay, so you know, actually one thing that I, uh, when Akash was, I didn't want to cut you all, but when I started traveling, when I was doing a lot of budget traveling, mm-hmm. as for these people on the internet with the six-pack app and the five-star hotels, I think that is like, it's, it's, it's when you achieve the, the numbers, the content, because see, most of the people who are at that part of their content, their content is also very next level. Mm -hmm. Most of them. I mean the ones I follow. Okay. Okay, so I'm talking for like limited set of people. Yeah. (laughs) But I think uh, it doesn't really matter whether you have a fancy hotel or a hostel, whether you have a six pack ab or no. I think if you have a story to tell, Mm -hmm. you have ears which are listening.
0: True. But does it change anything for you when you travel like when you're shooting stuff for your social media? Does it change? I figured
1: out my right angles for the pictures.
2: (laughs) That's very important. I
1: That's think, very really important.
2: Okay. Like in my Instagram, you won't see my face photos much. It's just like me behind the, like, <laughs> like the camera is behind me. i figured that shoulder. out. I travel with two of my friends, Sanket okay. and
1: Pordima, and they know my angles, so they know how to direct me for the picture. So while I don't have the six pack, I managed to get a decent picture when I travel.
0: Interesting. <laughs> and you? Um, why why have you been off social media and why have you just come onto social media? Like how 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 soon, like?
2: You know, uh, when we uh, used to say that Sharmajika beta your dad always compared to Sharmajika Beta. 90 marks 80QI. I think the world has become the same thing. The Sharmajika beta has become social media. I think everyone looks at Instagram where they're walking and they see Instagram and it's a nice photo in a beach. With nice colors, they're having champagne. You no, know, like travel photos are mostly like this only, right. like, which I saw. Exactly. And I think majority of the people get depressed <laughs> from this. Yeah. And it's very true. Like a lot of city people get depressed because they're used to social media, and they see great lives with no problems. You know, like yeah. most of the travel
0: pages I've seen,
2: the lives looks like of these travels are the dream. Like no. Right. And it. Kinds of gives a depression to majority of the people, okay. which I never liked. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted, don't never wanted to show it. Mm-hmm. But then, um, when I was just thinking that I have so many experiences, and experiences only become stories that you share. Right. You know, if you don't share it, it it's not a story, it's experiences, right. personal experiences. So for that, I joined the social media and. Now I'm, I'm much active but in my social media I try to show as much as problems I see everyday like he's saying. I've also slept on petrol pumps, mm-hmm. I've slept on rooms which cost 20 bucks, mm-hmm. I've slept on like on the like next to a road also when I was cycling. So I show these kind of problems also. Like, so when people see my Instagram they'll see this guy is travelling but he has problems also. Right. No? So like it gives people a real reality of travelling. Right. So yeah. hmm
0: <laughs> What up? Are you on 101 posts? Like do you try he and follow
1: <laughs> vegan travel bloggers who have bloggers who have six pack ads. A
2: vegan six-pack ads. Vegan
1: six pack ads, yeah. How does that how does that happen? How does that happen? <laughs> does that happen?
3: It just happens. You do it and it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, okay, okay, let's
0: not. There. This is not about veganism. <laughs> yeah. This is not about diets. This is about now social media and travel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Has it changed or helped you in a way? Do you Um, Like, your profile is very scenic from whatever I've seen. So, do you keep Instagram in mind while
3: shooting? Do you keep Facebook in mind? How does it work? So, first of all, no. I don't really click photos for Instagram. That's the reason that you'll find that in last two months, I have posted three photos. (laughs) Right? But the thing I really take care of is that Okay, so I don't shoot for Instagram, I shoot what I really like which goes to my blog as a regular life, as a regular thing, what I did this month, where did I go, what happened and everything. But if I see there are really good posts and I feel that I've really put some good efforts and this post deserves to be seen by people. I put it out there. And for me, creating a post is really difficult because I take a lot of uh, precautions. Like, it's a really good photo, which I think that this will really uh, help me get good number of people. Okay, this is really a good one and it inspires other people. Then only I post it. Then for me, it's really important to write a really good caption because if I want to write something out there, I want that people will get inspired if they read about it. So I don't really write just a quote or something. For me, it's really sharing the real-time experience which i was having at that point of time when i really clicked this photo and my main motto is like to inspire people out there who really want to do it because i've been in such situations as i said like no one to fund no one to really guide or anything somehow just managing it so i'm just trying to be one thing that i'm trying to be there for someone who is facing the situation i had a few years ago so doing that simple thing and obviously it does put me off social media sometime. So let's say whenever I go for this 101 days of projects, I skip Instagram. So let's say when I was in Spiti Valley, obviously there's no internet. <laughs> so I'm not on internet for three and a half months. When I came back, so for next one month, I couldn't feel like going on Instagram. I was thinking, oh, why we, why are we going down? So I, I was coming up, down with one of my friends to Manali. And as soon as I came down, like. On the way, Instagram started to that thing started ding 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 everything. Like, why is this happening? Can't we just go down and let's see, no network zone? Can't we keep it? So even when I came down for next one or one and a half month, I wasn't posting. But then somehow I felt that no, this if I do can fund a lot of my travel. So I just did it again. <coughs>
0: And your story, how is social media come I mean, you're a photographer right and I'm guessing you do a lot of shoots for social media for people as well. How does it change when you travel?
4: You know, as they say, if you seek answers, you should read uh, Bhagavad Gita. Okay. But I'm not so good at reading, so I travel.
0: Okay. And I
4: photograph, I, the things I photograph is the answer to questions that are in my head. Each picture I post is the answer to some or the other thing okay. that I think should be the questions and that is why I keep uploading pictures as much as I can wherever I go you know, I want to click pictures in a way that people want to go there Mm -hmm. not just to, you know, to go to the place but to experience what I experienced so photography is not about the aspect ratio as most of us like do for for 4-5 for Instagram photography is about composition and lighting if you get a good picture then that picture is of good use Right. you know, we should not keep in mind that I should click this picture in 4 is to 5 ratio. You should get a good picture of whatever situation you are put into. So that is what I think photography is for me.
0: And um, talking about travel so much, at home, what's the scene like? Like, uh, Are they comfortable with you traveling so much? Uh, like you said earlier, right? They would, like, first it wasn't even just about asking for money. It was about like letting them let you do it in the first place, right? So how did you guys... Handle these pressures, if I may call it, of what your parents think travel is versus what you guys think travel is. So,
2: when I did the Ahmedabad to cycling, and when I finished the journey, the did first did you even
0: tell them that you're doing no,
2: it? No, the whole journey, <laughs> the Ahmedabad to journey, I told them I'm doing an internship, and that's why the whole journey was without money. Okay. You know, even the food, I have to go and ask people. So that's why I got really sick in Bombay. Okay. About the food and everything. So. The journey I finished, and I realized that this is what I want in my life. Okay. I want to make my life in exploring and traveling.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And the first thing hit is like, I have to convince my parents. Right. And you know, because I'm a designer, I'm, I was studying design in NID, it helped me a lot. So, <laughs> you know, I literally made a presentation. <laughs> first I researched on my mom. So my mom's brain is basically, uh, her whole family is doctors. Okay. So her brain is she has a world of doctors and teachers You know, my dad is supposedly into, like, business And they have no space for design or traveling So first thing I went is, I went back home I, chill, I took a I good amount of time with my mom and dad And made presentations I sh- showed them so many videos I showed them how travel works, how can you earn And how everything works And after, like, almost 1-2 months of doing the presentation, you know, like O job. Log hain. I was telling my parents ki travel Yehuta and everything and how you want and then when they realize that it's a big industry mm-hmm. and there's a great potential to earn money and be happy and if this is something my kid really wants in life and this is what every parents want to their kid to be happy okay. so from then onwards they are supporting me like anything mm-hmm. like I remember an incident when I started this journey uh, Kashmir and my walking and then uh, it was very emotional for me like. When I started the journey, my sister called me and she's like, uh, you know, like dad has not been sleeping since the last three, four days and he's very worried about you and uh, should talk to him. And I was like, shit, if I call him and if we just say like, don't walk, like, you know, I'm not able to sleep because you're doing this. So I was really like, should I call and should I not? So next day I called him and the moment he picked up the call and he's like, son, if you have started the walk, finish it. Like, don't worry about me. If I'm not able to sleep, it's my problem. It's not your problem. So, that's something which really motivated me this whole journey. Mm-hmm. And now they're really supporting it. I'm really, like, happy with it. That is
0: awesome. Touch wood. What... Sir, balcony.
1: <laughs> For me, actually, this wasn't a struggle, to be honest. Okay. My parents were very, very supportive, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad wasn't 100% on board, but my mother was. Mm-hmm. And I think when you have one parent on your side... The other has to. She did the job of convincing him. Right.
3: And obviously mothers are the one who has to get on board. Yeah, they call the shots. Father will be like,
1: uh, now what do I have to say? <laughs> yeah, so basically, I remember having this conversation over dinner and Mama told him that, uh, so again, I was 21 when I decided to do this. So she said, the risk I can take at 21, I can't take when I'm 35, 40. 30. Yeah. You know, I can't take that later in my life. Let's assume I give this a shot and it does not work out the way I'm picturizing it to. I don't make money, I don't travel, I'm just sitting at home. Hmm. Now, as Indian parents, I think they also they feel a little security when you have a backup option. Yeah. Right. I had a degree in advertising. Right. So they were like, Chalo thi ke backup ready hai. So if this does not work, go get yourself a job. Right. I was like, Fine, done. End of so that was our deal. So A, the backup was there and my mom was completely on board. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't very difficult actually. Okay. Touch wood. They were really, really supportive and kind. Touch wood like... Yeah, touch it. Is like, <laughs> right.
0: yes, <Boom>. <laughs> <laughs> Akash. Uh, you said you had a troubled childhood and um, conditions at home weren't ideal. So, how is it right now and what is the scene?
3: So, I think I have two really good things here to share with you because like, these are really good stories. Uh, one is a good story, another one is just the conclusion of it only. So, uh, travel started when I was when I was doing this uh, indoor to Mumbai and indoor wala mm. cycle thing. Mm. So, mom, uh, my mom already knew that I'm coming to Mumbai and that's only what she knew.
0: That he
3: didn't know how. Yes. At the time, 2014, obviously when I planned this thing to do it, obviously before that I was known in the city. Because I was running this NGO, I've already organized a cyclothon, I've done marathon, I've organized marathon, mm-hmm. and I've done things over there. So people know me in the city. And obviously when I was doing this as well, so I was partnered with, uh, there's a radio channel over there in Indore and they were promoting the cause I was supporting at that point of time. Which was? uh, Which was like, um, it was uh, more about climate change, like I want to aware people about it, that's the reason we did cyclothon, that's the reason I always work on climate change. So they were supporting the cause, so obviously they were promoting it, right? And uh, this uh, media house also has a newspaper. So they wrote a news about it to promote it and that was the idea that okay, if this guy is doing something, let, it's a good cause, let's promote it. So they published the news. Obviously, my mom did not read it. But why do we have relatives for? <laughs> they have a lot of time. So she sent the newspaper to my mom. And now, uh, I, for some reason, I went to my mom's house to meet her for something. In, in the evening time, I remember it very clearly 7.38 around time. And... Uh, she said, you're going Mumbai? I said, yes. She said, how are you going? Mumbai?" Like, like, the way everyone goes. How does everyone go? I was like, bus say, train say, normally road say. Right? She was like, no, so how are you going out of all of these? And I was like, normal, na, like whenever I'll go, I'll tell you. She was like, you're going by cycle. So I was like, when you know, then why are you asking me? She was like, no, you're going by cycle. I'm like, yes. She was like, no, you can't go. I was like, why can't I go any number of things? So I simply said one thing, which I really tell to a lot of people. I simply said one thing to my mom that tell me one thing which you don't like and I have done and I won't do this. And she's like, okay, you want to go, go, this is not your home anymore and I'm dead for you. I said, okay, I'm going to Nani's
1: house. This is straight out of like,
3: yeah, it was like, it was really like bang, bang, bang going on between. (laughs) To the mom of the mom. (laughs) (laughs) So I went to my (laughs) Nani's house. And then before I go to the trip, one day before my mom calls me in the evening, so I believe you're going. I said, yeah, I told you I'm going. <laughs> right? I'm foot? really strong on this. <laughs> so she'd be like, okay, let Jana, go back I'll wait for you. I was like. The cool guy. Yes.
0: Siddharth, so did you have such problems?
4: No, I don't have such problems at home. Uh, there was a time when uh, during Pushkar festival in November. Mm-hmm. I took a bus from Indore to Pushkar uh, okay. Overnight journey mm-hmm. My dad called me in the morning Like they go for a walk My mom and dad go for a walk And they asked me What do you want to go to And I told them Now Pushkar you have go to They did not know that I had a bus from Indore to Pushkar Okay, let's go, I'll send money Like surety. They should have a surety that their kid is
0: Safe and they safe know where and and they know what he's not doing. wasting or wasting right. his time Same.
4: and money yeah. 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 On like stuff that he or she should not waste Right, you know? money So on, yeah, You right. just have to be aware of your actions basically
0: yeah. yeah, I mean I'm guessing that's a very important part of travel in itself To be self aware and sure exactly. of what you're so doing So they
4: are the foundation of what I am right now always, They always <laughs> have my back That's Sweet. easy yeah.
0: um, But one thing that recurred throughout is uh, safety And... Um, like, not safe, safe Wow, you really, you're already like bubbling, like, yeah, point i was so, like, oh, this is story Yeah, like, what do you say about safety and travelling? And you guys have done a lot of travel in India itself Obviously, the scenes are a little different when you travel abroad But, what do you think about safety in India when it comes to travel? You were bubbling somewhere, i Start have, with you, I,
3: I have stories to share on this as well And I think Shubham might also have because these are the roads where I earned these stories, and he's on the same roads. So he might also share something on the same note. But let's say, so, first thing, I want to say that it, if it's not safe, so it's not only safe, we can't say that, okay, India is not safe for girls. Hmm. I'm a guy and I'm telling it's not safe for me as well, if you want to talk about not being safe. And again, it doesn't really happen to a lot of people, but happened, it had happened to me, so I'm just gonna share it, it might help someone. One uh, thing happened, uh, when I was just hitchhiking, places uh, near about Madhya Pradesh, I was heading towards Lucknow and all, just on a weekend because I had nothing to do. <laughs> of
4: course, Akash, of course. <laughs> Obviously,
3: I do not do anything. So, uh, it was on the border of Madhya Pradesh. We are sharing border with Rajasthan. So, uh, the neighboring border towns are, uh, Madhya Pradesh has Nepania, uh, Rajasthan has Barnagar. This was the area. Then... Uh, It was evening, 6.30 about time, 5.30, 6.30 between time. My idea was, I started in the morning from Indore. Mm -hmm. I want to reach to uh, the first town of Rajasthan, which is Barnagar, and sleep over there, and next morning start from there. So I was on the road looking for some vehicle to come. Two people were coming on the way. Two separate bikes, each has one ride. So I said, okay, can you please take me? One of the guys said, okay, you can sit. We are just going on the same way. They reached to the neighbouring co- town which is uh, Nepania and they said, where do you want to go? I said, I'm going somewhere far but for now my destination for today is this and they said, okay. He said to the other guy, you go, I'm going to drop this guy and come back. I'm going to get him into the bus. When the other guy left, this person who is whose named is Mr. Yadav, right? I don't know the name, I just know this only. So Mr. Yadav said, that, do you want to come to my house and... Stay there for tonight and tomorrow you can continue. I said, okay, this is fine. We head to the place. We reach there by, let's say somewhere about 7. 7 to 8.30. We already, uh, we were lucky. We got the food. It was obviously made yesterday. I was fine with the food. We had the food. Then he also called one friend. We had the discussion. Then we go to sleep, 8.30. It's obviously it's village cold and dark and everyone sleeps early. 8.30, we decide to sleep. He said, we, I have one bed only, we can share it. I said, okay, no problem. I didn't decide to take out my sleeping bed. Like, he already has a blanket. I slept 8.30, 12, I woke up. It was not normal the way I woke up. I was like, what is that? And I'm super shy. I'm super shy. As I said, I've been bullied. So I don't really like when people touch me. I don't like it at all. Like you have, we have been here from quite a time. Mm-hmm. I just did one handshake and I'm away. I do not touch anyone, I stay very separate. And he was... Whatever he was doing wasn't really fine with me. And obviously you can understand, he was like... Trying to touch my body parts. And I was super uncomfortable. Somehow I made a plan that, okay, what I'm gonna do... Get down from the bed, take my sleeping bag... Because obviously I can't get out. It's 12, it's cold... And I can't spend the whole night out... Because next day I have to do the normal thing... Which I do for the whole day of walking and hitchhiking and everything got into the sleeping bag, lock it to the, this level that my only face is <laughs> my the out thing, oh right? God. And then I didn't sleep. I could see the that rat running around the house, uh, each and everything. I was thinking that, okay, morning 7, I'm going to leave. 5.30, I was like, I can't wait more. I got down, get ready, pegged my sleeping bag. As soon as I step out of the house, I was like, mm. I'm right. safe. I earned this experience. I have it forever. And even if I uh, can't really share it with other people, I have it.
0: What's your uh, thing? Do you have some kind of a story or some kind of a thing to do with safety? Like, do you think India is safe to travel?
2: So I think the whole world, like every human being, I think 95% are good. Hmm. Only the five percent are bad. And I think because those five percent have so much created so much problems. Which are good content for TV news and media channels, right? And exactly what we read every day, no? like you open the newspaper, it's a khun They're never good stories about. So these five percent of bad people are very famous right. in movies and all, no? like that's how right. movies are begin.
0: How do you identify these five people? How do you identify the other ninety-five? What would it be like? What do you do? Do you do background checks? Or no, right? I think
2: it's. The vibes you get from the person, like for traveling, you get a lot of different vibes from bad people. is somebody like I, I keep walking, and a lot of times, a lot of big vans come, and the guys are like, "Come on, come on, come on, sit and sit and sit and sit," we'll give you a lift. No, then you know that this is not a right person. And uh, sometimes some family comes and they see me. Like in Kashmir, I'll tell you like two incidents. So I was just walking, and then after 35 kilometers per day, my feet got blisters because it was full snow day. And uh, these two guys came towards me with jalebi in their hand, they are eating jalebi, and they are like, Assalamualaikum. I said, you? I said, I'm very good. So you going What are you doing mm-hmm. ja you know? mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I'm doing this, I'm walking. So, hey, you are our guest. You are guest Because the guest is you are guest So, So I got all the flashback of the people telling me that this village is not safe at all. Don't stay there. But then I got my inside person saying, no, these people are nice. No, maybe everybody else just watch media and they blame the whole place, right? So I was like, chalo. So when I went to this Kashmiri house, he uh, took me to his house. And there was his wife, his daughter, two years old, his sister, his mom and dad. And they gave me so much food. And (laughs) when I opened my shoes, I have blisters. So he took my feet and they're washing it. And they were putting this uh, baby cream, the diapers on mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and then upar unke kamra tha. they made me sleep there after I ate the food. So I was so sleepy, I just passed out on the bed. So in the morning I woke up, I noticed poor ghar pe, sif, there's there was only one bedroom where I was sleeping. Oh. And the whole family was sleeping in the dining area on the carpet. Wow. You know, I was just looking at them, I was sleeping, I was like, these are the people everybody was telling are bad. And they are the nicest one I ever met in my life. So. That moment really like, change, and from then only I walk, I uh, stay with families where I get the vibes, hmm.
0: not news and stories behind it, it. Yeah. As you guys can see, there are good experiences and there are a few bad experiences so that should not be the bedrock of not getting out of your house saying some Will happen with me, uh, I'll say that again without... <laughs> uh, that should not be the bedrock of the fact that something bad might happen to everyone who gets out to travel. So maybe it's not that bad a thing after all. But before we leave, you guys have a final message to give all the viewers who are watching this, who probably are thinking about travelling but are still not sure or don't know how to get about it. So 52, why don't you Shah?
4: Yeah, okay, so development for me is not uh, changing the present to fit into the mould of the future. If you feel like traveling today, go travel today. Don't plan out that I'll travel one month later or like that. You, If you feel like something, go do it.
3: Karlo, 101. Travel industry has the biggest carbon footprint in the world. Right, right. When I started traveling, so I was lucky enough that I started traveling with cycling, walking, hitchhiking. I got to know about this thing called climate change. Right. And that's when I started reading more and more about it. It's been three years no plastic at all in my life and when i say no plastic i'm not saying plastic it's the single use plastic because obviously we can't really remove plastic today from our life it's impossible so i decided to reduce it right so no single use plastic then again it's been two years that i'm a vegan again the simple reason there are different reasons people go vegan the reason i believe in is because dairy product emits a lot of methane right that's the reason i decided to go vegan And I already don't use fossil fuel for my travel, So I go work with an NGO to offset my carbon footprints or else I donate, which I hardly do. It's most of the time that I go and work with them. So I literally can learn more about it, experience it, literally can see that how I'm doing it. So this is one thing in short. Now I would like to end it here that uh, when you're traveling, it's not simply traveling. Like if you're seeing me and you want to travel, so please don't. Read more about it Because I don't want to inspire people To just go out there and travel I want them to go out there And travel responsibly Yeah, yeah that's I'm guessing you
0: can at least start With something as simple As be a responsible traveller yeah. Don't pollute Don't just litter around yeah. You can start with that yeah, And then I'm not get asking, more conscious yeah, I'm not asking
3: people to go vegan I never ask or never force people I just tell them that Okay, this is my point of view I'm writing a book Which is coming out on my blog As an e-book It will be available to people Out there for free and it talks how to be a responsible traveller Shubham
0: <laughs> uh, Final message um, to all the viewers are watching
2: So, everyone who is watching and I think everyone in this room uh, we have something very common we all have two things very common, most of us that one is a dream mm-hmm. the dream we want to live for right. and the second thing we want to do something good you know this dream of your life or this dream to change the world is like a seed You know, you take the seed, you put it in the ground and uh, the biggest issue right now with most of us is we want to put the seed today and we want the result tomorrow. Right. We want tomorrow only the fruit, you know. A lot of people start their companies in one week they're like, oh, my company's not become millionaire. What will I do? Hmm. Like, I don't, I'll just quit my company. Right. Or you start cleaning up the Bombay city, Mm -hmm. you know. And then after five days you see somebody again throwing the kacharaya And then you're like, why am I doing this, no? So even fighting for your dream, if you want a musician, if you want to be a traveler, if you are a photographer, it's not you just put the seed and the tree will grow. You have to put the seed as your dream, as your idea, and then you have to keep pouring the water, you have to keep nourishing working it. Working constant every day. And maybe the world may become a better place. Maybe your dream will make you reach somewhere better. Right. So that is something I want to tell everyone, whichever field you are in, you put the seed and you keep working towards it.
0: Persevere. Okay. Shivam, sir, from the balcony, what's the Um, views?
1: I started out with the fact that what is the purpose of my life? Okay. You found it? Um, I haven't found it, but the path I'm on, it gives me immense happiness. Right. And I know that ultimately my purpose has to bring happiness. So I think uh, if you have questions, if you are somebody who's looking for answers, it's a good place to start from. Right. And then as you go ahead, you obviously figure more things around it because when i started i didn't have anyone telling me how to do it mm-hmm. except for my father helping me with jet miles when i needed them <laughs> so yeah as i moved ahead i i was a part of this uh, sustainable development summit last year at dubai with beautiful destinations where we spoke a lot about how a normal traveler like not chalo traveler chodo a tourist somebody who is looking for luxury on a vacation how can you also Make bring about change yeah. you know and stuff like that and it's not very difficult like even now in my bag i have a glass bottle because like, you have to take baby steps, it's not right. just about when you're travelling. Mm-hmm. So I don't use plastic in my bottle at least, I have a glass bottle on me. So you just refill p- it. Yeah, I just keep filling it, any restaurant, any cafe, they're more than happy to fill water for you. Right. So that's how I fill my water everyday now, small steps but I choose to believe it'll have a big impact someday.
0: I think if... Um the population comes together and cumulatively decides to take such small steps, we'll make a big difference eventually. Absolutely. But that's for another day. Um, Let's not get so serious. Uh, This is where we come to the end of this Travel XP chat room of Traveling Young. It's been a pleasure talking to all you four young travellers. <laughs> Meet up along the way. Clearly, this boy is still on his journey uh, to when He's going to start another catch one. Him on yeah, just catch him
3: on the road while he's
0: Yeah, just catch him on the road. Come, come eat food with me. Like walk with me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to. And um, yeah, that's me, Xerxes, and I'm signing out from TravelHP chat rooms. Thank you.
1: Thank you.
3: Action!
0: That hair flip wasn't part of the thing? So balcony, how is it?
1: Stop laughing. Let's go. Sorry,
0: man. Let's I
3: was
0: thinking...
3: So that's why first thing was this, that I was at least happy when I was with me. I was happy when I was with myself. Sorry. My
4: job is to click, like, click pictures good pictures not pictures everyone can click pictures